This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Hello again. I'm Bill Pollack. Glad you're with us. Coming up on the program today, one state senator wants to become Secretary of State. Missouri State University has created an education center to help address the needs of Missouri's rural schools and a task force that will look at opioids and mental health. We'll hear about the Substance Abuse Task Force. Black vultures are posing an issue for livestock producers. Now, while turkey vultures will take care of the dead animals, black vultures will prey on young livestock if they get the chance. And getting us started is David Marks, uh, an assistant director of wildlife services with the USDA here in Missouri, with Cameron Connor to discuss the bird and ways for livestock producers to get rid of it. They are a migratory bird that they are a native species to North America. And they, you know, because of that, they are federally protected as part of the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. And we have two vulture species that are found in Missouri. One is the black vulture, which we're talking about today, and then the other is the turkey vulture, which um, just in general, you can tell the difference um, by their head. You know, the turkey vulture looks kind of like a turkey with a red head, and the black vulture has a black head. So that's the simple terms. They do have some differences. They, they both, I guess, they both similarly eat carrion or dead animals. I mean, that's their niche, their ecological role is they eat dead animals on the landscape. Um, and that's why, you know, we need them actually, you know, they play an important role. They, you know, if we didn't have them, there'd be a lot more dead animals out there causing, you know, more disease issues, you know, issues as you can imagine, if there weren't things eating dead animals. <laughs> the difference between the black vulture and the turkey vultures is that sometimes black vultures can be more aggressive. And they can start causing more um, problems with with humans and you know property damage or um, livestock depredations. Um, that's something you will not see typically with the turkey vultures. That's kind of in a nutshell the differences. Gotcha. And then just to expand a little bit, going going into the issue on why there's such a problem for livestock producers. What exactly are these black vultures doing? You said they're more aggressive, so I'm assuming are they maybe going after the calves or any sort of other younger animals, maybe to try to get an advantage there? What exactly are they doing? Yeah, so that, I mean that's exactly it. They they can actually um, attack uh, either calves or smaller livestock species, um, maybe sheep um, or animals that in general aren't doing as well. You know, maybe they would attack. Uh, a full-grown cow, but maybe like specifically right after birth when she's pretty vulnerable. Um, um, and this is usually in cases where you see a lot of black vultures in one particular area. If they're if they're in a bigger, larger group, it tends they tend to be more aggressive than if you just see one or two here or there. Um, and it's usually in an, in an instance where there's been they've been there for a significant amount of time too. So they're they're just building an aggression and then as you know a calf is born if they're born somewhere uh out like say in the back 40 um there's there's no humans around and, and the vultures are particularly aggressive they could um actually attack the, the cattle versus the turkey vulture which would wouldn't do that they would just they strictly only eat dead animals you mentioned something called the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, and I feel like a lot of people, or at least the general person out there, 
might not necessarily know what that is. Me, me personally, I don't necessarily know what that is, but it seems like that's the reason why they're federally protected. Do you know any information about that? Yes. So, I mean, to put it in simple terms, basically, you know, back in the 70s and, and so when there was a there was a big push to protect um, our our environment in general and, and Endangered Species Act. There was a bunch of policies that were enact, enacted to protect wildlife in natural areas. And one of them, you know, they, they recognized that our native birds are, you know, needed some sort of protection. And it's it's the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. Basically, they got together with some of the other uh, countries like Canada and Mexico and realized that, you know, we could protect them as, as much as we wanted in in America. But if they went up to Canada and they had no protections or, or vice versa, going on to Mexico uh, had no protections, then, you know, we really wouldn't be doing any good. So um, we took it as a larger approach um, and protected basically, again, to simplify things, almost all native species are included in the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. So, you know, everything from a chickadee uh, to ducks to, you know, um, to vultures are protected. And it's simply because it's, at, the, at the time, the way things were going, um, if we didn't protect them, um, they may not be here uh, for very much longer. Anyone who's just now tuning in, this is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're here with David Marks. He's the Assistant State Director of Wildlife Services for the USDA, specifically in the Missouri and Iowa regions. And we're talking about black vultures and why they are federally protected, but also that they are an increasing problem for livestock producers. David, if these birds are federally protected, and let's say I'm a farmer that, or a livestock producer that lives in an area where this is becoming an issue, where the calves are being attacked by these black vultures, what are the ways that you can combat a bird that's federally protected? Because I'm assuming you can't just go out there all gung-ho and, you know, just start kind of execution-style terminating them. So what, <laughs> what are some tips and tricks that you can that you can do to handle these? Correct. Just a little bit more background on Migratory Bird Treaty Act. So when they, when they developed these protections, they did recognize that in certain instances that, you know, wildlife can cause um, significant issues, right? And there had to be some sort of way to, you know, mitigate those conflicts. And so they, they built into the, the Migratory Bird Treaty Act a, a, a way of getting depredation permits. So that's, and again, this, this applies to anything, not just vultures, but if there's a wildlife species, uh, a bird that's protected by, by the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, that's causing you know significant damages, there's threats to human health or safety. If there's some sort of issue, you can work with uh, USDA Wildlife Services and um, and, on, and then we in turn work with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, who actually is the ones that issue the Migratory Bird uh, Treaty Act and, and depredation permits. They have the, the jurisdiction. Um, they can issue depredation permits. And, you know, that's in those instances when there is causing uh, significant either economic or uh, threats to human health and safety, stuff like that. That's just in general. Uh, so for the black vultures, and again, for everything, you don't need a permit to do any kind of harassment for any of these protected species. Now, you can't cause harm and you cannot uh, harass if, if you know they're breeding or nesting, uh, because that would in 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 sense cause harm to you know to the young. Um, but you know if they're not nesting, basically any species besides eagles, and they're a little bit different story because they're also protected by the American Eagle Act. But um, 
vaulters in general, um, you can harass them at any time without a permit, as long as you're not injuring or killing them. Um, so that's one thing that you, they can do, folks can do on their own. You know, if you start seeing vultures, especially if they're starting to pay attention to your cattle, um, and you know you're about to uh, maybe have calves, something like that, you can go out there and harass them, uh, make loud noises. Um, you know, there's even specific things you can buy, like pyrotechnics. Um, you can use lasers. Um, there's lots of different techniques that you can do without even needing a permit. The other thing that we tell people is to um, just change some of their uh, practices. Like, again, if you know you're going to ha uh, have some calves coming up and they're in the back, if there's a way that you can you know, move your, your pregnant cows up to the, to the barns or even you know, near your residence where you can keep a better eye on them, um, basically protect your cattle a little bit better, get a, get a better eye on them. Um, and then if they are given birth, one thing we recommend with the, with the black vultures especially is um, dispose of that after birth. Um, you know, bury, bury the placenta, um, get rid of it because that'll be an attractant for these vultures. So there's lots of things you can do, you know, without even getting the step of getting a permit. And, and that's what we recommend. And then if you've tried all those things and, you know, they're still not getting the hint, <laughs> the vultures, at that point, you know, you can get a permit. Uh, depredation permit, and one thing that the, the Fish and Wildlife has done proactively working on this issue with, with Missouri um, and the Department of Conservation, Department of Agriculture, and, and my agency, Wildlife Services, is to normally that depredation permit process is a little bit more, takes a little bit longer and because you have to kind of go through a bunch of steps. Um, but for this issue, um, instance, because this is a known issue, they've set up a process where the Farm Bureau is basically acting as an intermediate. Um, they are actually permitted by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife to take a certain amount of black vultures. And they can, you know, so if, if a producer is having issues, they can call the Farm Bureau directly and get basically like sub-permitted on their permit um, to provide a limited number of, of birds that, that the producer could actually lethally remove. All right. Well, there you have it. This has been USDA Assistant State Director of Wildlife Services in Missouri and Iowa, David Marks. We've been talking about black vultures, the threat that they pose to livestock producers, and multiple different ways on how you can try to combat that if that is potentially a problem for you. David, thank you for your time here on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again. And if anyone tuned in late or if they want to learn more or replay this interview or share it in any sort of way, make sure to search Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, wherever you get your podcast.